Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined by Big Tasty Ben Jackson. Troy may be joining us, we don't know. Um, he, may, he, might have had, he, he might have had the, the odd adult beverage last evening. Yeah, a little bit of a hectic, hectic night on the old game, game and airstream on Saturday night at the time of recording. We are, Sunday. however, easier like Sunday morning to breeze through this incredibly enjoyable episode of NXT UK. Yeah. Um, before we do talk about NXT UK, if you want to tell us what you thought about it on social media, hit us up at Twitter or Discord, Untitled Rest Pod, or Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast, um, and let us know how right or wrong we are. Um, so let's get let's just get straight into it because I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, um, I mean, as always, we, we say this every. I mean, we say this every week, don't we? It's one yeah. hour of all killer, no filler, and it's, like, it's this week surprisingly is no exception. Yeah, it, it's a uh, like the hidden gem of wrestling, isn't it? Um, so we got Nina Samuels versus Aya Brookside. The loser has to carry the uh, or be the personal assistant. Fake scouts carry right their inside. bags. Um, yeah. So Zaya goes right after Nina from the bell, um, and there's a lot of brawling outside. Nina kicks Zaya in into like her bags, which are at ringside, um, and then she like locks in a really nice looking uh, bow and arrow into Zaya, but Zaya pops out for a cover. Yeah, she starts um, to use like the hip, like she's obviously she's bigger than Zion. She starts to use like the power game and like, the size advantage and, and sort of takes takes over quite early on the match. And the the early story is Zaya trying to find like a position to fight out and sort of get an advantage. Yeah. Um and Zaya um goes for a hurricane runner on the outside, Nina like uses a str- a strength to swing Zaya into the barricade, um, which looked nasty. Um Nina goes up to Henry, a bad guy, and tries to get a purse off him, and he like refuses. So she just snatches it off him. She Obviously, goes in the ring. As we all know, this is the other week. She hit Zaya with the purse to win the, the match. Loaded purse. And now um, Henry's turned face. He's going into business for himself. Yeah. Going into business for himself. That's scumbag. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Nina swing. Oh, she, she she basically just tells Henry to fuck off, and she she basically fires. Yeah, she she fires Henry. Uh, which is fine um, because she's about to win and get Zaya as a personal assistant enemy, so it's, it's no problem. Yeah, so she swings at Zaya with the purse. Uh, Zaya dodges it, kicks it out of her hand, and hits a really nice looking jackknife cover to win. Yeah, um, it was almost like the um, it was a little bit like the Cockabana Superman pin. Yeah, of course. If you've um, seen that, I just want yeah, to say the, some... the shot of like the way they captured like the shot, the camera shot of like the bag getting kicked out of her hand looked really cool. Like it. Properly yeah. pop, it properly popped like fucking twenty feet in the air. It was it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I wonder because obviously it's in BT Sports Studio and Shawn Michaels oversees it all, but he doesn't necessarily um, like do all like the production stuff. I wonder if BT actually like do a lot of that for WWE mm. with being in their studios. Um, be interesting to find that out actually. Um, but yeah, Zaya wins, so Nina's got to carry Zaya's bags for him. Um, the next month. Not the outcome I was expecting from this feud. I thought, see, when we were talking about it the other week, I thought it would be funnier if Nina lost because she's been like an absolute bitch to Zaya. Yeah. 
and she's kind of like been positioned as like one of the top like women stars in NXT UK at the moment. So it would obviously benefit Zion Moore to win the feud. She looked really. I mean, she looked really good in this match. I mean, she always does. She's, she's great in the ring. Um, she's got a really yeah. good style. And Zaya looked. Zaya looked good as like the sort of underdog baby face. Uh, who sort of like she was like gritty one. She sort of like stuck in there and, and sort of worked her yeah. way into the match. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, after after the match, Nina throws a tantrum, tries to attack Zaya, and the ref like pulls her off her. And then um, Zaya's like ecstatic at ringside. And she realizes that she that Nina's going to be at a personal assistant. We carry my bags. <laughs> carry my bags. Um, yeah. After this, we get. <clears throat> I hope they have a lot of fun with this with some really cool vignettes. I really hope they. Um... I, yeah. I, I like the fact that they managed to get one in on the show as well later on. And I want to see I them hope... like I want to see them going around the Aldi, like down the middle aisle, and <laughs> just putting... down the little aisle. See if there's any. Uh, see if there's any uh, German meats in the little. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be really funny. Um, so yeah, we got a trend seven vignette next where it's like a training montage. Um, very inspirational as always. These trend seven ones are, yeah, um, so he, he doesn't actually do much training, he just talks about like obviously how hard it is in lockdown to stay motivated. And like, you know, there's been days where he hasn't wanted to get off the sofa, but he knows what he's got to do, and so he's trying to push himself. And it, it was pretty cool. It's it sort of really. It really builds up the idea that this is a big match for him. Yeah, I, I like the fact that he kind of he he's so good as like a babyface. Um, just just by like sort of bringing up the fact that we're all in lockdown in the UK and making it like so. It's something we all we can all relate to. So, so if anyone, if anyone, make- if anyone, if anyone's listening from outside the UK, not where we're obviously the whole world's kind of in lockdown. But in the UK in particular, we're in like total lockdown. You know, the shops are shut, so you can't go to like Primark, you can't go clothes shopping or anything like that. Yeah, gyms are closed, so you can't go and train anywhere, uh, anything like that. So it is literally just supermarkets and um, takeaways are the only places mm. you can go at the moment. So. Yeah, it's well, probably not did. ideal. It's probably not ideal when you're trying to drop drop weight for a uh, cruiserweight title match. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it shows him like running through. Um, he talks about the weather as well because obviously, it, like where he's been, it had been snowing at the time of recording. Where does um, he live? He lives uh, in Wolverhampton. Oh, right, okay. Um, so yeah, obviously, it had, um, it had been like quite snowy. When they record this, I'm guessing it was recorded a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah. As a time of recording, it's really nice and sunny. <laughs> it's really quite nice and sunny. Yeah. Whereas, like about two weeks ago, it was like Arctic. So, yeah. Um, I, it shows it shows him like running through the fields with like his dogs. Uh, and that was he, cool. Like, I liked that. Just him with his two little cute dogs having to go for a yeah. little run. That was, that was really nice. And then he, it ends with him like climbing a man a mountain and like overseeing like the black country, which was a really nice shot. A really cool like thing and. He, he was just again. He was just talking about like how he how he wants to not just lose weight to like make weight for this fight, but to make him feel better and like yeah, give people kind of a bit of inspiration in this time, which is really cool. Trent Seven's the top babyface in NXT UK for me. He's like the most likable guy out of anybody in that roster. Um, someone who isn't likable is Sam Gradwell. <laughs> um, Ilya Dragunov doesn't like him either. He's he's walking backstage and he's saying he doesn't know why he snapped, but he's got a feeling that it could have been something to do with um with Gradwell, like kind of just like shouting at him like a little yappy dog. Um, he's like a mental woodpecker and he's just like tapping on the side of his head. Yeah, 
um, Gradwell kind of comes from nowhere and like starts yelling at Ilya and um, he, got, he has like a security guy to hold Ilya back doesn't he yeah and he starts, he starts like yelling at Ilya, and Ilya then challenges him to a match it next week, and he, he accepts it. Yeah, so we're getting towards um, like we're getting towards the the, the, the apex of feud, which is quite nice to see. I mean, I just want to see Ilya kick the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm totally honest. At, at this point, yeah, I just want to see Ilya like murder um, Gradwell with a couple of torpedo Moscow's next week. Um, looks, I mean, we'll, we'll go through it a bit later, but next week looks fucking stacked as well. The next two weeks, do yeah. They announced a lot of stuff for like two weeks time, which I love. That's one thing I really love them doing with NXT UK. And they've started doing it with normal NXT now as well, where they're actually like planning out like a fortnight ahead of time what's going to be happening. Speaking um, of normal NXT, here is oh yeah, here is the the um the lineage of the general manager of normal NXT. It's William Regal Jr. Bailey Matthews. Bailey Matthews. Oh boy, he's impressive, isn't he? He's a he's a big lad, isn't he? He's had his he's had his well, I don't know. T- Tyler Bates not that tall, is he? No, nah, Tyler Bates know. only like five foot five foot eight or something like that. He's, he's, um, got, he's got he's got above average junk, I'd say. But yeah, he, he's he's and he's quite he had like quite like long arms and legs, didn't he? He was like very sort of gangly. Um, looks, like, looks like a very, British Cesar. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um his accent's weird. He did a little promo after the match for the YouTube. I watched yeah. it and he's got like, it's like a cross of Blackpool than American. I was going to say, how is his accent? Because I imagine because Regal, I know Regal's Bill, but he's from Lancashire, isn't he? But he like sort of spent a lot of his time he's, in Blackpool. He's he's from Blackpool. Oh, he's actually he? from Blackpool. I've never, I've never actually met anyone who was born in Blackpool. I thought it was just yeah. a place where people got it, well, into and couldn't escape. Uh, yeah, I think he's either from Blackpool, but then he, he talks about training in Oldham a lot. All right, okay. So, could it could be more like Manchester ways, but I'm pretty sure he's, he's he is from Blackpool. Um, but yeah, his, his son's got like a northern accent with an American swang. It's really weird. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Tyler, Tyler Bates. Um, before the match, like in like the little sort of video um, window they do on the entrance, so sometimes says to Johnny Fink that he's going to put it out to the universe that he wants to, he wants an exciting opponent. Um, and then obviously, I thought he meant for this match, but oh, no. clearly, we'll, we'll, clearly talk, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. However, this is a very exciting opponent as well. So, uh, though this was like a proper old school like British wrestling match. There was a lot of like. Lot of uh, different like holds uh, immediately from the belt. Matthews hits a gorgeous looking arm drag on bait. Like straight away, Matthews, which really surprised me. I I like the fact that Tyler Bay probably like said, show him what you can do. Yeah. And he sold and like, he sold it, his, he sold his dick off for him as well, which was uh, yeah. quite nice. Um again there was lots of like Matt wrestling and reversals of holds. Just a technical clinic these two put on. Um there was a beautiful takedown, like a cravat takedown. So a cravat's like a, a quarter Nelson, um, kind of like a high headlock. And uh, William Regal loves them. He always yeah. used to use them. <laughs> and Bailey Matthews like lock, puts it on uh, Tyler Bates and he like just brings him down with it. It looked incredible. Um, there was another really good spot where Tyler went for an arm drag. And Matthews used like the fact that he's got like longer arms on him to kind of like swing it round into a backslide, and then um, hit like a really nice looking gut, gut wrench suplex from that as well. Um, 
Bait hits a really good, good-looking exploder and a run and shooting star. He always does that. Um, there's a lot of like back and forth trading of roll-ups. Matthews hits a massive uppercut on Bait. I thought he was going to put him away there. Oh, but that you're that you're like, because he meant, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I think uh, I think Tyler Bate might have like lost some of his facial hair from like the friction <laughs> of his forearm. Slap the slap the muscle out of his face. Yeah, uh, Bate like Bate kind of gets knocked back, hits the ropes, and then hits a Liger kick, um, and followed by a Tyler driving ninety-seven to win. Um, yeah, they, really they kind of they kind really of put really over, they, they kind of put over on commentary that like. Uh, Bates just had that little bit extra experience on a bit eggs to capitalize to pull that move out of nowhere and, and sort of you know yeah. take advantage of the match and end up hitting his finisher. Uh, great match. I mean, Jesus Christ, what a what a what an entrance for for Bailey Matthews. Um, he's going to be. I mean, he's another one to watch. You know, in a in a card that's full of ones to watch, um, he's one to watch, isn't he? So you can put him right up there. I'm the, very uh, excited. You can put him type right up there with like with the, with the, the Ben Carters and the you know. The top guys and, A-Kids. and yeah, the A kids and, and someone else we can talk about in a second. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Bailey Matthews, they're definitely one to watch. I'm really excited to see him wrestle again already. I mean, this um, is gonna this is gonna be a huge year for NXT UK, isn't it? With the talent they're, they're, they're sort of like the oh, talent yeah. that they're, they're collecting at the moment and the way they're utilizing them. It's it's, uh, it's I, fantastic. Yeah, I feel once like the world starts opening up a bit more and they can kind of send people over to normal NXT, like we saw it with the Grizzled Young Veterans, um, and yeah. done. And you can uh, start bringing some, maybe some veterans into NXT UK, both from within the company and for like, because they're not afraid of bringing in like big names from the Indies, are they? To, to sort of have a little, do a little bit, which is quite nice. Yeah, there, there was a bit of, um, there was a bit of talk before like lockdown and everything else happened um, of Sasha Banks and Kevin Owens having like a little, uh, not like a proper run, but you know, a couple of matches in, in there. Um, you know what I want Sasha to Banks. You know what I want to give you what I want. Kevin Owens and Dave Mastiff. <laughs> give me what I want. Maybe, maybe Kevin Owens and Rampage, just if you're feeling a bit spicy. That's like Kevin Owens just yeah. horse fighting everybody in NXT UK. I'm, I'm, I'm also, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know Sasha Banks has said the two dream matches at the moment are Kaylee Ray and Mako Satamora. So nice. Why, not? Imag- why I, not? Why not both? Yeah. I imagine she's not going to have much to do after WrestleMania, so they can probably squeeze one of them in for us uh, once everything reopens. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a handshake after the match as well. Yeah. Um, Tyler um, Bate, like, really kind of shown respect to Bailey Matthews he, he again. Puts him, he puts him over hard here, like, really does. Mick Valley, it was a, obviously, Mick Valley was a huge deal. Like, it really took him to the limits. Um, don't forget Tyler yeah. Bate, former um, NXT UK champion. The inaugural yes, NXT yes, UK champion, in fact. Um, you know, so for, for Bailey to take him to the to the very very edge of his abilities was was a huge introduction for him, which is fantastic. Tyler Bates, Tyler Bates been really good at like elevating other guys like around them. They're like um, a kid's another one. He had the match with Tyler Bates not that long ago, and and Sam Gradwell, and both both of them came out of it looking better and more like credible threats than they were going into it. Yeah. Um, and even though like a kid beat Tyler, but uh, Gradwell didn't. But they both like they both like looked. A lot better than when they came in. Um, we then get a vignette for a soon-to-be debuting star. Um, he talks about it's a story of a kid, a lucky kid, um, lucky kid being a wrestler of uh, Turkish and German descent um, from WXW. You actually, see, you actually see a little shot in the in the vignette of them holding like like the eye, the blue eye, which is a, a Turkish symbol of luck. Um, mm. 
It's pretty cool. Um, this vignette was incredible. I wasn't. Yeah, it, really, it really got me hyped to, to see. I mean, look. So if you know, if you're not aware, Lucky Kid is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. He um, actually wrestled. He's, he's, he wrestled at uh, Ignition last year. Did he? Yeah. Um, and I missed it. Damn it. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. There's um a lot of hype around him. Uh, I I did a lot of digging as well because I was really really intrigued. So he tells a story about how when he's a when he was a kid he was like he had to scrape and claw for everything, and he was like the oldest of wasn't he of like his brothers and sisters. So it yeah. was kind of like relied on him to yeah, sort he of had to like provide help. for his family, go out and find work and find food and etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said he didn't have any money, he didn't have any friends, and fuck me, it was good. Uh, I, it was shot like a kind of, like you'd expect to see like a sort of European film, like art house film as well. Or, or like one of those like Scandinavian police dramas, maybe. Just like the way he was shooting, like doing shots of Berlin, he was like sat in like a block of air, an old tower block of flats, he was reading from this like... We used, a lot, old we used a lot of old like um, Cold War era, like Soviet architecture, like these buildings. Sort of side of Berlin, which is really, which was really cool. Um, yeah, it had, it had a very sort of, yeah, like, like you said, very European sort of ghetto-y sort of feel to it, which was, which was really nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as I said, I did a bit of digging. So um, I say digging. I used to, I used Google Translate for most of it. Um. So it says at the end, Fortsetzung Fault, which is German for sequel follows or to be continued. Um. And it says Devon Edicher, which is Turkish for to be continued. And um, then it says to be continued in English as well, um, which really kind of ties up like this, this whole Turkish and German lineage. Um, isn't Devon Meditrek his name? No. So this was the other bit I was going to say. So then I was like, well, what the fuck's his name going to be if they're not going to call him Lucky Kid? So I did, an, I did a bit more digging. On the WWE Network, on like the timestamp of it, it actually says... Um, it says uh, Teoman. Um, what's it say? It's, it literally says Teoman's rough upbringing. Oh, right, as, okay. Like the, the like, timestamp for that. Um, and then his Twitter, he's changed his name to Metahan, which I'm, I, I'm not sure what the relevance of that is to it. Well, Metahan's um, his real name. His real first name. I think that's his real first name, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, the, I'm not. They, they didn't. They explicitly didn't say his name, but they did say he Lucky has. Kid, so he has wrestled under Metahan before, and Hakan Aslan as well. That's Lucky Kid. Okay, so there is um, other names he's used. Yeah. So very interesting, very very compelling vignette. This I was, I I think I watched it back about three or four times to try like pick out Easter eggs from it to see if there was anything there. Um, the what was the Turkish thing you said he had in his hand like the blue so it's like a peak, like, like, it's like a peacock eye it's like a blue um, stone with like a, a green like eye it's like an eye it looks like an eye with a blue like blue background mm. um, that's if you, yeah. go to, if, you go, if you go to go to anywhere in Turkey they're everywhere they're hung up like taxis shops restaurants um, okay you just give you one when you come in the country it's like a bit like, like you know <laughs> yeah if you buy if you buy any sort of tourist shit from Turkey anywhere there's one of them on it somewhere um, it's just a really it's just a common symbol yeah. of luck Okay, um, and that that like starts like glowing and pulsating in his hand at the end as well, which was like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? Um, yeah, I'm I'm really really intrigued. Like this this has got me very excited to see what um 
what they're going to do with him because it feels like they're making a very big deal out of him. Yeah. Already. Um, he's only 27 as well, so after he's, got, this, he's, got a lot, he's, he's got a lot of his career ahead of him, which is great to see. Whew, yeah, bring on, yeah. bring him, bring him on. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just such a good talker. He's like, I was like transfixed to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, after this, uh, Joseph Connors is approached by Piper Niven, who's looking for Ginny. Um, he he kind of makes like an off-color remark to to Piper, and she just decks him. Um, and it's, like, it, just, it's the whole thing, like the the whole like sort of thing in this feud is that Piper's not a proper woman. She's not like a she's not right and proper or anything like that. She's like a disgusting example of a woman because she's you know she likes fighting and that's not ladylike. So she gets she responds by slapping the taste of Connors' mouth, basically. Yeah. Um, Ginny jumps her and then she asks, she asks Sid Scala for a handicap match against him. He's like, I can't, I can't uh, book that. You're gonna have to find a partner. She just grabs Jack Stars and what he'll do. <laughs> Jack Stars had Jack ran Stars in to break the fight. Nods and goes, and okay. he, he was just hanging around after the fight got broken up. And yeah, she literally just off camera just puts her hand out and pulls him onto the, into the shot, which was uh, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, it was, that was good. So I'm guessing that's yeah. gonna be a match where Jack Stars probably doesn't have to do very much. Um, possibly, but then he, he's like a proper workhorse, Jack Stars. So he might actually like have him do like a lot of stuff with Connors to kind of elevate him as well. Um, this then gives us a little, uh, nice little cameo. This from Lana Austin, Manchester's yeah. own Lana Austin. Um, it's really weird. Like, yeah. I've, so I've, we've seen her live in our local promotion, like in a nightclub in front of about three hundred people, and now here she is on NXT UK. So go Lana. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, she's someone I've seen like loads, and it, I it, like you. You sometimes don't associate like seeing someone on an indie and then seeing them on like TV, do you? So it was like dead weird. I was like, ah, let's go. Um, it's like same with like seeing Gibson. It's like weird to see him on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, like we get Lauren Roston versus Eva Valkyrie. They've been like kind of really trying to make a big deal out. Who's almost it, certainly going to have to change her name soon when Tyler Davies and NXT. I reckon they'll just change the tires' names, to be honest. You reckon? Yeah. Um, they seem to be doing. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of, um, a lot of chain wrestling. Aoife controls Lana with kicks. Um, Lana goes part, like, fire up a bit, hits a, like, basement drop kick to Aoife's face, and then she, like, she, does a, she does a thing where she sort of, like, cowers and goes, no, 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 and Aoife, like, hesitates, and then Lana starts, like, ro- just rolling her up. Um like just keep trying to like get a quick roll up, and then Eva just kind of like remembers who the fuck she is and starts kicking the shit out of Lana. Um, hits uh, Perry Pattaya to win. Um, oh, it was a beautiful, beautiful move off the top rope. That was a uh... yeah. Because um, you're not sure what it is. It was like a it was like an axe kick, but from the top rope, and she, oh, she it was. I mean, it was so easy to fuck that up with the landing, but she she nailed it perfectly. Um, yeah, um, Eva Valkyrie continues to impress. Um, and she's undefeated, apparently. Uh, she is. Yeah. I don't. Out. I don't think she's had too many matches, to be fair. But yeah. Um, so then we get an action announced for in two weeks' time. So Tyler Bates said he wanted a huge opponent. He wanted a big opponent. He wanted the biggest and the best. Well, he's got the biggest, definitely. Um, so in two weeks' time, I my, um, my 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 hot alarm started to go off. I had to open the window again <laughs> <laughs> because it was um, it's in two weeks' time. It's going to be Tyler Bates versus Dave Mastiff. And uh, I am to already the seat all around your flat. <laughs> I am already hyped for that. Like it starts yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's gonna wear Tyler driver here. Dave Massive, isn't he? Oh, God, he's gonna try, isn't he? <laughs> he's gonna try. 
He's going to try an airplane split, spin Dave Mastiff. Yeah, can, cannot cannot wait for that. That's going to be that's going to be a really good match. A classic. Um, yeah, they, they also announced uh, Ginny and Joseph Connors versus Piper Nevin and Jack Stars as well for two yeah, weeks. Dan, that'd be good as well. Um, that. Yeah, we then get a little um, Jack Stars on that little, pro shot. Looks like fucking the guy from Game of Thrones, Tormund. But like the wish dot com, <laughs> like the wish dot com version of. Him. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely does actually. Now you say that. Um, yeah, we then get um, Zaya Brookside. Um, is like talk. She's talking to like the camera egg person and like saying, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy I won. I'm so happy." And then you just see Nina struggling with Zaya's uh, bags behind her, <laughs> loses a shoe, and then she's like just walking, looking like dead upset. <clears throat> Nina, Nina, Nina Samuels is just having a horrible time, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some brilliant character work from Nina there. Um, we then get Amir and Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams um, talking about talking about the tag team title match that's coming up shortly. Um, and Amir's Amir like says, "Oh, we'll we'll be watching." Kenny will be a hundred percent soon. Soon, and then Kenny goes, "Well, actually, I am a hundred percent, and we're going to face uh, Smith and Carter next week." And Amir is like, "Oh, we need to like." We need to get some uh, double team moves like planned out and all that. I need your number as well. Um, but this, they've kind of been teasing on and off that Kenny Williams is going to turn on Amir Jordan. And this was like a little bit more sort of, a little, little bit more planting the seeds there. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the first time I've seen these guys. And uh, yeah, they, they seem they seem really charismatic. I like the look of them. Uh, can't wait to see them. Amir Jordan yeah, Kenny, Kenny Williams looks like our friend there, Mark O'Connor, as well. He really does, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I was like literally like thinking, he looks like someone I know and had a twig the other day. I was like, oh my God. And now I can't unsee it. I'm going to send him <laughs> I'm gonna send him a picture of this after the, after the podcast. <laughs> what are you doing? Thought you'd left. Um, so then, then we get a vignette for the Kaylee Ray versus Mako Satamora match next week. Next um, week. Oh, Jesus as Christ. If, as if I couldn't be hyped for this match enough. They then show that vignette. I was like, oh my God, this it's going to be so good. Um, and not then, only, not yeah. only next week are we getting that match, we're also getting the Supernova Sessions with Noam Dar and his guest will be Tyler Bates. Oh, I can't wait for that. <coughs> can't wait. Have you seen the Super, Supernova Sessions yet? I've not seen any yet, no. It's it's fucking excellent. It's essentially just like a, like a shit daytime TV show. <laughs> but it, it's just like really, really funny. Um, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Maury except with Noam Dar as, as the host yeah well he, he's like he, he's like Lorraine Kelly and he's got a, he's got a couch and then he, and like he's got all like fruit and cakes by him and then <laughs> his and then and a, um, like smoothies and all that and his guest's got like a steel chair a couple of breadsticks and some monkey nuts and a glass of water a half drank glass of water <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's fucking brilliant I'm really looking forward. He's had, he's had some uh, he's had some good guests on on there as well. So I'm looking forward to the Tyler Bate one. Um, and then that leads us to the main events, which is the NXT UK Tag Team Titles being defended by Gallus. Oh, Pretty deadly. Um, <clears throat> again, they have done a really good job throughout the show of like building up this match and making it feel more important. Yeah, they showed like both teams like sort of preparing themselves, and like they made it out to be like a UCL. Now, Jay, you know me. You know I love me some tag team wrestling, and oh boy, yeah, was this some tag team wrestling? 
Yeah, um, pretty deadly. Continue to impress me. They some some of their like double team moves they were doing were just really I mean, cool. They come um, out, they come out in their entrance, and they, they literally look like trust fund witches. Yeah, the like dandy highwaymen, as uh, Nigel McGuinness calls them, Geralt of I don't know, Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> Geralt of Hemel Hempstead. That's such a good analogy. Um, yeah, so the, the match itself, there was a lot of back and forth. Um, Gallus were using the strength pretty deadly. We were using like the speed and cunning. Pretty um, deadly. We were trying to do a lot of quick tagging as well. Um, yeah. Both both to keep themselves fresh, but also to take advantage of the five count where they could have two men in the ring and sort of yeah. keep, the, keep the double team up on, on Gallus, which was healy, but not like stupid healy. It was like, it was just clever. It was like, that's, that's the rule you're allowed. So, you know, mm. take advantage of it. Yeah, as, as I say, there was a lot of like cunning from them. Um, they they used their say, teamwork. Got to say as well uh, before we get into like the rest of the match, the referee in this match super impressed me. Yeah. So he was constantly sort of calling out who the legal men were and like telling the other guys to get out the ring, and he was being really consistent with his five counts. You know, I, I we know we watch a lot of A Dub, and one of the one of the sort of the few things you can ding it for is that sometimes it gets a bit who gives a fuck let's just do all the cool moves whereas yeah. here the ref was like applying the rules consistently and it was like right and he was he literally shouted out he'd be like right Stoker and Wolf gang you're the legal men other two like get out yeah and he, and you could hear him and it was great and it, and, they, and they were obeying him as well to, to, for the most part uh, and he was he was always yeah. he was always like keeping being mindful of like who should be in the ring at any one time which which made the match seem made it seem a lot more serious and a lot bigger than it was it, it felt important because he was he was being so strict with the rules which was really cool yeah it, it um it meant um, that like when they did cheat they had to make sure that the referee was distracted yeah, which added another kind of facet to like them. And this, this ref wasn't this ref wasn't smart. a dingus, so they had to like they had to really work hard to pull one over on him, which was yeah. Um, so yeah, they they um they kept using like teamwork to get out of trouble as well. Like there was a bit where um Wolfgang was about to hit like a splash, and um Stoker pulls Harley out the way, and then yeah, like um and then St- Wolfgang knocked Stoker off the apron, and then a little bit later on Harley like manages to uh, distract or oh, sorry um, Stoker manages to distract their Wolfgang kick him out the ring and then Harley like just like throws him into the ring post um, and they, they spend a lot of the match like isolating Wolfgang and working over the shoulder of, uh, that he'd hear from getting so thrown in the ring one post. of the sort of storylines going into the match was that in particular they were in the head of Wolfgang because they've been like winding him up with promos and appearances and he was so yeah. like he was so like hell bent on taking them out and winning that he was he almost lost a bit of his discipline. Yeah, and that that played um, into that played into the match a bit later as well. Yeah, um, Mark Mark Coffee hot tags in uh, clears pretty pretty dead the outer ring with some uppercuts, um, and they hit like a really nice looking assisted gut buster onto um, Coffee. So like I think it was Harley lifted them up, and then uh, Stoker like grabbed them and did like a double knee like gut buster on him uh, looked really nice um, Gallus hit like a catapult a catapult Simone drop and then Wolfgang gets like an effortless looking moonsault um, yeah a man like Wolfgang should never have a moonsault like that Jesus Christ no um, and then he, he just speared the soul out of um, Lewis Harley oh god um, yeah he, he, his ancestors you saw his ancestors when you heard about that Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah um Sam Stoker then 
slaps the piss out of Wolfgang and just like gets him to shake some around the ring. Lewis Harley from nowhere, like uppercuts Wolfgang over the barricade. Yeah, he just sends him um, to the shadow room. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, like, just like obliterated them with it. Um, Harley then. So that was that was what we were talking about. So like Wolfgang fell for this, like because he got he got he got wound up in the match and he fell for the he fell for the, the trick there and he followed them round to their side of the ring and he put himself in a in a dangerous situation and, and paid the price. Yeah. Um and then ha- uh, Harley like then grab grabs both set both belts, distracts the ref by throwing one belt in, and then runs around the other side and tries to hit Mark Coffee with the with the other. Coffee dodges it, um, knocks it out of, out of his hand and knocks him out the ring. But Stoke hits a tornado DT, DDT onto the belt, um, and then and then as soon as he hits it as well, he kind of like brushes it out the ring. Really clever, yeah. Um, Pretty deadly hit spilt milk to become the new tag team champions. Yes, boy. So that's like a um, that's like a spine buster necrocker combination, isn't it? It looks, it looks really nice. Yeah, it's like it's like a not as good version of MSK's finisher, essentially. Um, but it still looks nice. Um, they also did a re- there was a really cool move that I've forgotten to put in my notes, so I, I didn't like actually mark where in the match it was, but I've just remembered it. Where, yeah, uh, like Harley had got sort of like rammed into the corner and then Mark Coffey tried to throw Stoker into um, Harley and Harley kind of like they like silly string the uh, private party do yeah but like turned it into like a code breaker it looked insane yeah yeah that was that was super nice uh, pretty, yeah pretty deadly really impressed me it's the first time I'm, I mean I saw them in the four way match and, but you couldn't really get a, a sort of handle on what they, what they could do because it was so, so chaotic um, when you look at them you expect them to be like a young book style high flyers and like but they're not they're more like FTR they've got the fundamentals mm-hmm. down and they're, they're they, they just do they just do like basic but effective looking double team moves and like they work the, they work the rules of the match really well and yeah They've, they've got a, they're, they're really proper good. like old school shitbag heels. Yeah, they're really good. I really like them, um, and I think they're going to be really good as despicable heel champions. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they've already kind of like established a few like little mini feuds for them to go into. Like they've had like a ongoing thing with uh, with uh, Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith um, for months well, now. All the all the teams in the um, in the four way match the other week can, can conceivably. <laughs> make a case for having a shot because they all got diddled by Pit pretty deadly at some point in the match, didn't they? So Yeah. Um like Mandarin's and Webster yeah. um surely are gonna be in, in a program with them and you can bring the hump back in and you know there's there's a lot you can do here. Yeah. Um very, very exciting um to see them though in that position. Um they've improved leaps and bounds. Like Yeah, they, they look they look legitimate though. They look like a legit threat. They look like a Yeah. Like a proper effective dangerous tag team yeah you could say they look pretty deadly they do look pretty deadly <laughs> um, but yeah like because I, I, I first saw them like around the restart for NXT UK and I what it wasn't that I thought they were bad I just thought they, they needed some work and now it feels like I mean come on mate they're not ever down the line but they're like they're there um, and I, I feel like I feel like they're good enough that they could probably make the shift to like any of the other like brands like NXT or even Raw or SmackDown if they needed to yeah um, because they, they, they're so like different from everything else they've got um, but yeah that that was NXT UK we have new NXT UK tag team champions 
I think uh, Scotland are going to lose the rest of its gold next week when Mako Satamora um, ends Kayleigh Ray. But <laughs> I mean, between, 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 that, between that and the Six Nations, it's a bad time for uh, Scottish football fans. Actually, yeah. I actually don't know how the Six Nations is going. I'm just, I'm just making an assumption here. I, I have no idea either. <laughs> I don't want to rugby. Um, so yeah, highs and lows. But tasty. What did you oh, have Jesus a low? Jesus Christ. Um, and yeah, what low. was your high? I mean, if I had to pick a low, maybe. You don't, you don't obviously don't have to pick a low. <laughs> no, I mean, I could just do. I could just give the customary Sam Gravel appearance to low, couldn't I? But even that was fine because he, he, he only literally came on TV to set up from getting murdered next week, so it's fine. Yeah. Even that wasn't too bad. High, um, oof, I mean, I can't, I can't go past that tag match. It was, it was just stupendous. It was everything I wanted from tag team wrestling, um, and yeah, it was two teams I'd not seen wrestle really properly, and it was a real treat to watch them be able to go at it, and it was a good like. 17 18 minute match where they got to show off everything they could do, and that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, when when they're pretty deadly were making their entrance, I'd like I'd like pause the, the show, and I, I was like, There's 20 minutes left, fuck me, I'm gonna give them like proper like tip. Like, that's the thing we were talking about it uh, last night on our games. I, I it may have been actually after we finished the game with stream that NXT UK desperately needs to have a takeover soon because yeah, they've been, they've been throwing out these like takeover worthy matches. like if you put all these matches on one card, it'll probably win show the year. It's been that good. I mean, but even, from, instead, even like, if you look back from like when I started watching, so like four, four or so weeks ago, like there's there's like four or five matches there that were like pay-per-view level quality. Yeah. Like Rampage Coffee, um, Mastiff Devlin, um, the, the four-man tag match, you know, this tag match. The street fight. The street fight. I mean, it was all, it's all fantastic. Like the, yeah. how, I mean, it's an like we use this we use this phrase a lot to describe some of the AW sometimes, but this really is an embarrassment of riches here. Like, yeah, in terms of the roster they have and the matches they have, and the fact that you can just pull Dave Mastiff out whenever you want. Be like, oh yeah, here's your here's your opponent. It's Dave Mastiff, or is Rampage Brown, or is Joe Coffee. Yeah, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And the f- the fact as well that they've got guys like um, Tyler Bates who doesn't wrestle every week, AK yeah. who wrestles like not a lot. Volta, who is the champion. Yeah, Volta hasn't, Volta hasn't even appeared on the show in the time I've been um, watching. Um, you've got Trent Seven, who hasn't wrestled, you know, the entire time I've been watching. Yeah. That's and he it. won't, re- like, Trent Seven won't wrestle now until he wrestles. That Trent, De- that Trent Seven Devil match needs to be on takeover. It does. It does. Um, I, I get the impression that because Volta, the, the teasing that he's about to show up in NXT proper. Um, I think so he's, I get, I think I he's get gonna, the impression I, that like he's got to relinquish the belt, surely. Like you'd think so, or if he doesn't relinquish it, he's gonna um, he, he's just gonna end up like coming back and dropping it to somebody. It, it feel it feels like they've built Rampage up significant significantly enough that he could possibly do it. Mm. But then the the problem they're gonna have is is because the problem they had before Volta came in was. It's Pete Dunne and everybody else, and they they'd struggle to build people up to his level, and then he brought Volta in, and they've they've managed to build like enough guys that, like even like Ilya and Akid both put, took Volta to the limit. Tyler Bate took Volta to the limit. Um, if you put Trent Seven in a match with Volta, he'll probably take him to the limit. Um, same Dave Master. Like there's there's a lot of guys now who are 
been have been elevated because of like them not so much not so much uh, not using Volta, but the fact that they've used them as like a marquee attraction, kind of like what they'd use Brock like on main ro- roster. So when he does show up, it's special, and then the other guys around him are forced to like kind of carry that brand. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, you, we, you know, no ducking out. What were your ups and downs? Hmm. Yeah. No, what, what, what were your highs and lows? Oh, my highs and lows. Um, I didn't have a low. Um, if if it was anything, it would probably have been that the Lana Austin Eva Valkyrie match was a little bit short. Yeah, I mean, it was basically um, a squash, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Um, I think my high. I'm really torn here. For the match, it was probably Bait versus Matthews because that was just awesome. Yeah. Um, but that lucky kid vignette is was <laughs> fantastic. That was so good. Very, 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 uh, very excited to see what they do with him. Um, but yeah, I, once again, an absolutely like stacked show from like top to bottom and really good. Um, very, very I, I, just lo- I just love it. It's, it's no nonsense. Like I said, I, I say this all the time every time I watch it. With you, it I always say it gives me old school one hour NXT vibes because it is just here's an hour of wrestling. Yeah. We ain't fucking around. Here's four matches and a couple of promos. Boom, off you go. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I, I'm every week they're delivering like these like stellar shows with like at least one match that could have been on like a takeover. Yeah, and it, it, it's. It's just nice as well to just have that like that hour because it's it, it's easier to kind of like comprehend it all, isn't it? Whereas yeah. like you have three hours of roar, and by the by like halfway through the second hour, you're like looking at your watch, thinking, "God, how long's left of this?" Um, and even like like they they struggle to kind of spread it across three hours. Whereas they've got if they've only got an hour to deal with, they've got to kind of like okay, we've got to make sure everything on this hour is important yeah, it, just, it, just, it just makes the show so tight so like everything is there for a reason There's, like you say not, not, nothing's killing time or filling a gap or you know everything just services mm-hmm. the story and the and the, the narrative going forward yeah yeah uh, um, yeah so that's uh, been NXT UK um, before we go but Tasty where can we go for our beer and bearding needs well you can get your beard essentials taken care of at thatchface.com uh, that's that's factface.com, and you can use the code TROYXL85 to get 20% off. So they're a wonderful company who make all sorts of great beard oils, brushes, apparel, wash bags, starter kits. They've got the lot. Uh, all, they donate a lot of the proceeds to testicular cancer charities, which is a great cause. So support them if you can. TROYXL85, get you 20% off. And if you need some wrestling-themed beer, you can head over to topperofbrewing.com, and we can sort you out with some beer delivered direct to your door and uh, we have new beers that we launched last week we've got some new beers in the tank right now which we canned in a couple of weeks time we have new beers coming out constantly we're in the run up to wrestlemania we've got some big things planned on the run up to mania so keep the eyes on the social medias for all the info about that awesome um also if you go on our social media um accounts we've got facebook and youtube untitled wrestling podcast um we do like watch alongs um sometimes q a's would we'll be doing one a time recording tonight with our good friends, the Damn It Vince podcast, that will seven be on short Facebook, hours, YouTube, and our Twitch, and seven short hours, nine PM Greenwich Mean Time. Um, you can also find us on Twitch, Facebook, and our new Discord server at Untitled Rest Pod. Um, 
their like Twitter. We just generally kind of like post about various stuff um, and, and put, post our new episodes up. Um, on the and obviously promoting like watch alongs and stuff like that. If you jump um, on, if you jump, Twitch, I mean, if, if you can't like, remember all that, if you jump on the Twitter, we're pretty good at advertising all the other bits on the Twitter. So if you, if you keep it on Twitter, you'll always know when like some streaming's going live or something's happening on the Discord or when we're doing a Facebook watch along. Yeah. Or if, if if you only if you only have the time to, to sort of drill down to one of them, so I say Twitter's the one to get all the info like sort of direct to your face, which is what you need. Yeah, we've we've been um, we've been doing a lot of stuff through uh, Discord as well though this weekend. Um, yeah. You can also, if you want to join join us to play games, um, we do like an open uh, open session on a Saturday night. Yeah, you can join the Discord, can... just hang out, talk wrestling, and get involved on a Saturday. We can play some Jackbox, we can play some Among Us, Among whatever, us. Whatever, whatever you've got, really. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, catch you next week, where we'll probably be gushing about Kaylee Ray vs. Mako Satamora. I'm going to need a, a stiff drink after that, I think. Yeah, same. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.